1: It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey everybody, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Ears Up. We are here, and I, I gotta tell you, it's what, September 21st, and uh, I'm Halloween ready. I got my Halloween shirt on, I had to pull out the Halloween shirt from storage, from my little storage bag, and, uh, and it smells like it's been it's stored for... 11 months in a bag it does not <laughs> smell good but i'm but wearing anyway. one of those vacuum things where you like suck all the air out no
0: like, the, well that's the kind of bag it is <laughs> what but are we, we rich just don't suck the air out we just oh. roll it tight. Th- those
1: don't work anyway so it's fine <laughs> yeah it's okay it's i mean i'm I'm cool with it because uh, it's just that musty clothes smell that you know yeah i'm already used to taryn halloween to. yeah so i'm ready for it. i got a halloween shirt on i'm ready for halloween man we're uh our neighborhood's weird because there's, there's pockets of people who celebrate stuff and who decorate houses and then uh, pockets that don't. Mm. And uh, we already have people with uh, Halloween d- decor in their front yard for the past two weeks. Yeah. And it's not just like a pumpkin. It's like the 12-foot-tall <laughs> skeletons. And like this one house has have gave it clown hair, so there's two skeletons on either side. It's, it's as tall as their friggin' house. Wow. And uh, this other person basically right across their street has a bunch of just like random hodgepodge stuff that you buy from, uh, you know, a Hollywood or Hollywood, a Halloween superstore or whatever. Uh, but one of them is like the big, like 14 foot Jack Skellington's. It looks pretty cool. It looks great. It's very cool. It's very well done. Like my fear with those kinds of things is, is that they're just going to be made cheaply and it's going to look cheap and it's going to be whatever. Right. But this looks <laughs> really nice. And we walk by it every day to school walking Alice to school and every day back we see it but I noticed that the hands are on in (laughs) reversed oh no (laughs) because I was looking at his hands because I'm looking at the quality as we're walking by I'm like that something doesn't seem right his thumbs are are it's like this his hands are just switched um and it makes me laugh every time now (laughs) because it's just not as cool for some reason I'm grabbing your head in an eerie way
0: (laughs) yeah it's very odd you also brought up that it is September 21st, which is um, one of my favorite days because oh. of that Earth, Wind and Fire song. I, I can't think of how it goes right now, but it's the 21st. The 21st is
2: specifically that... referenced in that song?
0: Yeah, the 21st in night. Gap Gap of September. Gap commercial song.
1: September. Yeah. Okay. And We're then dancing I... the night away?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. All right. It's a good day. It's a good night.
2: Mm. Yep. <laughs> Great. I want to buy some pants from the Gap.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little cool Did Jay told to. me. Yeah, man, for sure. Why wouldn't he do that? Why wouldn't he do that? Uh, we have a great show for you. It's an Eric show tonight. And Eric is going to be talking about dolls, his little dolly collection. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all we're talk be about talking now about now is
2: dolls.
1: Yeah. And teddy bears. Doll guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, what is the show about, Eric? Tell me briefly before I talk about Concierge.
2: Oh well, if you if I have to interrupt you from talking about Concierge, then I will gladly tell you that this show is about the rivalry between Hasbro and Mattel, the two major toy makers in America, and uh, how they battled over the Disney Princess line Whoa. for for several years. Yeah, it's, okay,
1: it's, it's I like it. It's more fun than I thought it would be. Nice. <laughs> yeah it's not something we usually do but I like that about it yeah you know what I mean I'm, yeah. I'm pretty excited about it you did send me a link to try to pull some like clips from Yeah, and I it was I couldn't do it I, no, I thought about I, lying to you and just be like I didn't have time but I'm I'm like five <laughs> minutes in and I'm going I'm literally watching a video about dolls I just no, and can't, I, I, I can't I, I, I tried to in the and I watched a lot of videos about
2: people inter, interviewing People were reviewing yeah. dolls, and they were mostly middle-aged men. And sure. I didn't want to do a show where we made fun of those middle-aged
1: men. Because, no, you can't because you know, they, they're, 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 they're doing thing. their thing. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah,
2: they're very popular. And I like the guy who's like, "This show is not for children." I say the the f word a lot, and yeah, it, that's cool. But yeah, I don't Look, want to make fun
1: of these people. I just if, I just, if you're if are gonna a do a do yeah, it. if you're gonna do a YouTube video on dolls, that's I think how you do it. Where you don't do it like really mm-hmm. weird. You don't make it for kids. I don't know. Yeah, oh, you why can, not? I don't know. Whatever. You could. Yeah, yeah. I just unboxings. It, it, yeah, as far as I'm I'm concerned, it was it was more just like the subject matter, and he's like talking about the quality of the doll clothes, and I'm like, okay, Eric's probably gonna talk about some of this. So I don't really know. That was the other thing is I don't really I didn't really understand what I was looking for. So I'm like, I no, And yeah, I'm I, I
2: couldn't I give you it. a lot more. It was one of those things where, where you're like, do you have a topic? I so said, I have most of a topic and perfect. You're hired. <laughs> I don't want to listen to more
1: YouTube videos about dolls. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. You're <laughs> clocked in. Well, speaking of dolls, the people at Concy ears are just dolls. They're sweethearts. Aww. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if I spoke a little bit about last time I talked to Jimmy, but you know, our trip is booked and uh, it was super simple. So if you're really, if you're ready to go to the parks, uh, even if you're not ready, you know, like me um, (laughs) hit up concierge.com. It makes it so much easier uh, because this day and age, when you have a lot to stress about anyways, especially going to the parks and you know how you're going to pay for it and blah, blah, blah. And do you really care anymore? And why is Bob Iger such a penny pincher with the cast members? and, Do I even really care anymore? Whatever. If you know, not, do I want to buy the Bob Iger doll? I mean, (laughs) I would like a doll. I would buy a Bob Iger doll. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just to have one.
1: Um, Hit up concierge.com. They'll help you out. They will book your trip for you. They make it super easy and um, everything like that. Actually, you know what I could, I got to do. We have to do, maybe I'll do it during the show. We have to book our reservations for the, for the trip. Mm. I haven't done that yet. Oh, yes. Definitely call Jimmy right now during the show. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, he's probably sleeping. He would he would not be happy. Well, I told him I would do it. And then I thought oh, okay. I said a reminder for myself because he's like, I can I'll I'll hit you with a reminder to do it or I'm like, I can do it. It's he, he can like, transfer the service. Hey, that's
2: that's part of the service. It, if you already have reservations, but you want the extra stuff, you want somebody to look up for dinner reservations and everything for you, we can transfer your reservations over to concierge.
1: Yes, yeah. you can do that. And I, I thought about it and I said, well, you know what? I, I would have to remember my password to my account. And I don't know what that is. So he's like, okay. I'm like, I'm saving you time. uh, You know, whatever. But One, anyway, two Disney with a capital Y. <laughs> check them out. Concierge.com. They're official travel partners. And uh, I'm very excited to finally be using the service. And uh, it's everything I've ever wanted and more. No. Yeah. Um, okay, I had a little thing to talk about, but I think I might save it for the secret show. We have some news, maybe. It depends on how long Eric wants to ramble about dollies. Um, and then we'll do the secret show right mm-hmm. after this. So if you are a Patreon mm-hmm. supporter, um, you can go over to Patreon right now and grab that link if you want to do it now and get it early. If you're not a Patreon supporter and you listen to this later, you can, just, you can go back and listen to every single one of our um, secret shows. And I think most of them, if not all of them, are on YouTube. But they're unlisted. So the links that are posted within Patreon, you, then that gives you access to the secret show, YouTube's. So you can go back and you can watch us, you know, laugh at Terrence's drink making skills and stuff like that.
2: And God. sit.
1: We do a lot of sitting. Yeah, 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 we do a lot of sitting. That's a podcaster's yeah. life is really mm-hmm. kind of how that works. Yeah. Anyway, Eric, let's talk about dollies, man. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Well, this is. Weird to me. I I would never think that toy companies would be. I fi- I never really thought much about licensing rights or whatever.
2: No, and I knew nothing about this until. Oh man, it was. Um, it was several months ago, more than several. I, I I've been kind of dabbling with this idea for a long time until it really kind of hooked me and, and drew me in. But a while back, uh, maybe even January or even back in twenty twenty two. I this is. Totally vague because I'm just making this up as I go, although it's something that real that happened to me. Anyway, uh, somebody, one of my friends texted me a link to a Shop Disney uh, doll called the Disney Illy Forever doll, inspired by Belle, Beauty and the Beast. And she said, hey, this is a new line of Disney dolls that isn't made by Mattel or Hasbro. It's made by a company called Jack's Pacific. Isn't that interesting? And I said, I don't think
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> the word interesting is doing a lot of heavy lifting in this conversation. Right. Yeah. And she said, you need to look in, into
2: the Hasbro versus Mattel rivalry. And so I literally have, oh, wait, no. Oh, yeah. There's a, there is a date stamp on this from the beginning. January 10th, 2023. PM. Wow. Um, I posted. I put that link into my notes, and I wrote, "Look up more underneath."
0: (laughs) Nice. And to do list.
2: I have pages and pages of notes about this. There you go. Scenario. Um. Well, yeah. Let's start out with a little bit of a a little bit of a hook here. Let's do it. Mattel lost its license to produce Disney Princess dolls in 2016. But in 2022, it announced that it got that license right back. That's only six years. It, by the way, I reckon it using math. Um, Mattel's stock jumped six percent. Hasbro stock, uh, Hasbro stock dropped uh, only one percent because of its uh, its trade in Star Wars and Indiana Jones toys. Uh, this is. kind of a big deal in the toy community. This is... I can imagine. Yeah, this is a major shift, and it happened very quickly, and then it unhappened also (laughs) very quickly. (laughs) So let me take a step back uh, into the early days of Hasbro and Mattel. Mattel was the first company to work with Disney for toys. Mattel Creations was founded in 1945 by Harold Matt Mattson and Elliot Handler, his right. business partner. So Mattel, Matt Elliot, Mattel.
1: Ah. Uh, and the first. I'm going to wipe the microphone off there. <laughs> yeah. There, cool. Good. Hang on, I got to do that too. <laughs> Elliot's
2: wife, Ruth Handler, a name you might recognize, was the first president of Mattel Creations. So Matt and Elliot founded Mattel, and then Elliot put his wife in charge. They wanted to create furniture using and picture frames using new plastic materials. And uh, that worked out okay. And then they started making dollhouse furniture. And then they realized they could work together with this new Mickey Mouse Club show. So in 1955 the first year of the Mickey Mouse Club they sponsored the entire year of broadcasting oh jeez and got exclusive rights to to merchandise that's Uh-oh. cool even though even though they got this and they had their their dollhouse furniture stuff their first big hit was after that and it was a ukulele called the Ukadoodle <laughs> Uh, Several years later, in 1959, Ruth Handler named a doll after her first child, Barbie.
0: Yeah, she did. Yeah,
2: she did. Really? And then she named uh, Barbie's uh, boyfriend after her son, Ken.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she did.
1: Is it really? (laughs) Yep. But that's a different story. That
0: that becomes kind of creepy.
1: Yeah. What are you, serious, Clark? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but yeah, Chatty Caffey in 1960 helped Barbie and Chatty Caffey helped push them up into a an unprecedented realm for a toy company. They went public in 1960. In 1968, they released Hot Wheels, a Ooh. toy line that you Jeez. definitely still know about. And uh, it, Un-
0: unlike Barbie,
2: unlike Barbie, you know, <laughs> faded into <laughs> into the mists. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by 1980, Matt Matson had been gone from the company for several years. Elliot finally left uh, after financial chicanery and his wife, Ruth Handler, sold off her remaining stock. That's right. The SEC found out that they had falsified financial documents starting in 1975 when Ruth had breast cancer and claimed that she kind of spaced out on the financial documents that they were submitting their multimillion dollar company to the SEC.
1: I mean,
0: maybe she did. Yeah. Do you think she
1: did or is it a uh, like, hey, I'm pulling the cancer card?
0: Yeah,
2: she's been she's been gone for 20 years now and I have nobody to ask directly. Okay. yeah,
0: it does seem like a weird connection to make that because she had cancer. She forgot she forgot. So it almost sounds truthful because it seems like such a weird. Maybe excuse to use but yeah well
2: hey um that's also not the topic of this conversation here <laughs> uh, in 1982 they began the masters of the universe toy line with he-man oh, and she-ra man. and all of that business and it was was it a toy
1: before it was a cartoon simultaneous
2: okay pretty much designed at the same time from what i've seen um check out uh, the toys that made us on netflix amazing amazing show.
0: I've been looking at that show. Oh, it's, okay. it's
2: a lot of fun. Yeah. Every episode is great. Awesome. Uh, it, the company continued to grow. They continued to purchase other companies like Fisher Price and Tyco. Oh. Major brands from our childhood.
0: Soon Wait, enough. I'm sorry. Can you go back one second? Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I got this right. So the lady who was running the business
2: mm-hmm.
0: made a mistake. Yeah. And so she's out of the business.
2: Uh, The SEC found that it basically fined her for a large pile of money and she had to sell off her remaining stock.
0: Okay, so she's no longer part of it. No. Okay, she's
2: also no longer part of this world.
0: Well, that's sad. That's a different thing. Um, And her husband as well.
2: Um, I believe her husband is also gone. He also had to leave the company. Uh, Matt okay. Matson, the other founder, had been gone for years.
0: Okay, so now not, neither of the founders are around. This is now like next generation company. Correct, correct. Okay, okay. I just, I needed to to get that. Oh, no, the there, there are a <laughs> lot of names in this. <laughs>
2: okay. I don't have time <laughs> to go into everybody here.
0: That is fine. But
2: I love a name. But yes, Ruth Handler is definitely a name you, that you want to know because she was the founder. Uh, she was the first president of the company. And she invented Barbie.
0: She's my hero. There you go.
2: <clears throat> Ruth or Barbie. Yes. Or Captain yes. Planet. She's our hero. <laughs> he took pollution down to zero. Soon, Mattel had another lucrative par- partnership, again with Disney. But it's not that soon because um, we're talking about the 80s and this happened in um, 1996. So let's rewind to the beginnings of Hasbro. This company was started in 1923 and was originally called the Hassenfeld Brothers after Herman, All right. Hillel, and Henry Hassenfeld. Because with a name like Hassenfeld, you have to name your sons with an H.
1: Well, you know, and I wonder if it's because, uh, you know, if one of them dies, they can, the other people can get their monogrammed mm. the <laughs> luggage. Oh,
0: nothing, nothing goes to waste. Cost efficient. Yeah.
1: Yes. Family. Yeah. I mean, I'm You're sort of, ju- sort of joking. <laughs> because I feel like you know, back then you know, it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> if you want you don't want to be frivolous with your money. This is the twenties. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah. You got to pay attention.
0: Well, you, know, you, you, you can get diphtheria
1: you, or whatever. You sew
0: your son the 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 sweater with the H on it. Right. If he doesn't make it through diphtheria, <laughs> then you just give it to your next son.
1: Uh, all right.
2: Here's yeah. iram and after him is uh. Henry, and then I don't know Harry Hob. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> running out of names uh the uh, company originally sold textile remnants pencils and pencil cases this sounds like a very depression area sort of or a yeah area sort of thing to sell yeah everybody needs a pencil yeah in the 40s they survived for 20 years doing this and then they started (laughs) making toy doctor and nurse kits so the creepy kits Hmm. that uh that you used to um explore Modern medicine. Yes. That was the Hasbro. Of the body. Your first yes. trip
0: into biology.
2: Mm-hmm. Your second trip into biology was Mr. Potato Head in 1952. Oh. These are all the hits, man. Yeah. Wow. And then 1964, they said, you know what boys need is a doll.
1: I know Let's... what boys like. They <laughs> want a dolly. Yep. They'll do a show about it. From the balcony. Nah, 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 wow. nah, nah, nah. Yeah, it's pretty
2: good. Huh? Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> well, Hasbro coined the term action figure when they made wow. G.I. Oh. Joe. Oh,
1: wow.
2: Joe they quickly. Coined
1: the term action figure.
2: Mm hmm. Hang. Joe quickly became their best seller, taking up two thirds of their sales of random textiles and nurse kits.
0: <laughs> what year was that?
2: 1964.
0: And when did Barbie come out?
2: Barbie was
1: 1959.
0: Yeah. See, G.I. Joe is literally just boy Barbie. Always has been. Yeah, pretty much. Always not, has, bro.
1: Not really, though, because but uh, first of all, good pun. Thanks. Congratulations. <laughs> Second of all, get out of my studio. <laughs> Third, oh. um, you can't change your clothes on G.I. Joe's. You can't. Mm, no. They're all sewed on.
2: It's just skin. It's skin fatigues. No, it's just, my
0: dad it, had one that had real clothes. But my dad's old. Maybe it's the older ones. Yeah,
2: it's probably the older ones. Yeah, no. yeah, anyway. yeah. I guess the the older ones were bigger.
0: It was a little too big for Barbie to be Barbie's boyfriend, to be honest. True. Like,
2: yeah, mega mega boyfriend would have crushed her. Their children would have destroyed her. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. And us, honestly. Uh, yes. <laughs> the rest of the Western world. Yeah. In 1968, they changed their name. They finally changed their name from Hasenfeld Brothers to Hasbro and went public. This may be the first time the word "bro" was used <laughs> in an IPO. <laughs> Ironically, yeah, there you go. I love it. They later partnered with uh, this this young uh, bearded man named George Lucas on Star Wars and oh, the toys thereof. Man,
0: that was a that was a great move.
2: Yeah, they solidified their reputation as a boy toy company at that point. Boy toy. It was GI Joe. It was uh star wars and yes they're very handsome so very boy toys yeah
0: well it is hasbro mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah there
2: you go well, let's get forward a few years because nobody cares about the 80s or the 90s we don't none of us care about that so
0: sure it's only when we were all born mm-hmm.
2: yeah Holly pocket falls in there somewhere and Not me i'm pretty yes. sure creepy crawlies were in there remember those
0: oh yeah i loved those so much
1: yeah it would be fun to go through like the hits like, what are the hits of, the, of Hasbro <laughs> and Mattel? You keep going. I want to look that up. All right. You look that up.
0: Oh, go ahead. I was just going to start thinking about it. In you, my can, head. you
1: can start <laughs> thinking about it. And That's fine. Make, yeah, make please don't up. do that. No, don't let her the do that. The next two pages are only like three words each page. It already, <laughs> smelled, it already smells like a fire in here. It can't. Whatever. Or the smell of the stickiness of Creepy Crawlers. <laughs> Top 10 Hasbro toys. Number one, Transformers. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Number two, Nerf. Whoa. Number three, Tonka. Mm. Number four. Love a truck. Marvel. Number five, G.I. Joe. Number six, My Little Pony.
0: Oh, girl toy.
1: Number seven. Mm, We're getting into that. Mr. Potato Head. Number eight, Star Wars. Number nine, Play-Doh.
0: Play-Doh?
1: Number Uh... 10, Power Rangers. Number 11, Rubik's Cube. Then you have Light Bright. And then you have everyone's favorite girl rocker. Gem. gem
0: she's gem. truly outrageous
1: she's
0: amazing <laughs>
1: these are i mean
0: i ruined my gem doll um within the first day because she went in the <laughs> bath and her earrings no longer lit up uh, i was
1: so sad these are like the these are the linchpins the keystones for toys yeah. right popular brands under mattel barbie hot wheels fisher price uh matchbox also which is interesting they have hot wheels and matchbox I always looked at those as competitors. Oh, yeah. yeah, big cars and tiny cars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uno, huh. Polly Pocket, Thomas and Friends. Um, that's it. They're not Mattel is not it's as Barbie.
0: It's all it's I would say half Disney
1: 30. and Pixar Cars. Yeah, they have Frozen, uh, they have Harry Potter, Hello Kitty and Friends. Ooh. But that's it. I'm looking. I mean, now they have Minecraft and whatever, but like as far as old toys they don't really have much hasbro was definitely i think the leader of the 80s well let's uh let's jump forward
2: to the year 2000
1: in the year 2000
2: (laughs) glad you sang it otherwise i'd have to thank you andy mooney uh, a recently hired disney executive went to see disney on ice with his family as he was encouraged to do, he was encouraged to go out and see all the different Disney properties. I know how that goes. I know that kind of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here, spend your money and and go see our stuff. Yeah, and uh, he saw a lot of children wearing princess gear to Disney on Ice. So he asked various mothers. Uh, apparently, this is something you could do if you're Andy Mooney. He must be a very approachable gentleman. And uh, he asked if they would buy this stuff, if Disney sold it, because these people were wearing homemade costumes and bringing homemade props and toys. And uh, he said, what if we did this? And everybody said, oh yeah, we would buy this. We we don't want to make costumes for our children any, anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. no. If we want to outsource everything, it's right. fine. All yeah. of it. Yes. Yeah. It's well, the, the year 2000. These. <laughs> right. That seems that seems uh, um, late in the game. A oh little, yeah. yeah, to get into this, absolutely. Right?
2: But this is when the princess line started.
0: That's insane.
2: Andy Mooney went back to Disney and said, "We need to market these princesses." And Disney had always stayed away from putting the princesses in the same brain. In a lot of ways, you didn't want princess. You didn't want properties, IPs to overlap
1: because people it, would get confused. They weren't they weren't lumped together. No, Look, under the umbrella of princesses for for marketing purposes, right? Exactly.
2: Okay. So some of the execs who were involved said we need to set up rules because we don't want to dilute the brand of Snow White by putting her next to Cinderella. Obviously, right? Yeah. So <laughs> the some of the rules princesses could not look at each other in marketing materials.
0: Really?
1: Wait, say that again, please. Because I don't think I heard words, but I don't think my brain comprehended the stupidity of
2: this. Imagine the early Disney princess line stuff. Did you ever see an image? Well, you didn't ever see an image
1: early on
2: where multiple princesses were, were featured in the same drawing where they were looking at each other. There was no connection. They were all looking away from each other wistfully. Okay. Okay. They could not look at each other. Their dresses had to be different colors. So, well, yeah,
1: I mean, they are like, yeah, okay. All right. All right. All that right. That became a problem the Weeds,
2: Yeah. 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 With Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella, because both of them had blue dresses at times. Okay. So, because you had to differentiate them, they said, well, Sleeping Beauty's Aurora had to be a pink dress.
0: Well, that makes sense
2: and cinderella got the blue
1: sure i get that you, you mean you have a brand identity and you gotta you know you have your look book and you right. gotta make sure everything sticks with uh, it. So yeah. To, yeah so one, one of them wins one of them gets the thing right so this that is, makes sense this is the new
2: era where everybody had to be a little bit different so you couldn't confuse the princesses you had to know when you looked at any princess bam that's aurora bam yeah. That's Cinderella,
1: Mulan, Man, everybody else. I lo- yeah, I love hearing this kind of stuff because I I do like marketing as far as how decisions are made with regards to how people view things and and creative ideas. Yeah. I guess like the catalyst for making that decision. You know, it came from somewhere. This is it, right? Yeah. Um, but like sitting in a boardroom, figuring that out, having an argument or having a conversation about who gets the dress. I wonder if there was that banter. Like that's the I don't know. That's the kind of stuff I've. I really enjoy. Yeah, it's it's so interesting the way they decide
2: what what is what. And you've got these people who are experts and you're saying this sounds so unnatural, but they're saying, no, trust us. You need to know what that. Yeah, you need to get it. And I guess they they knew what they were doing, because within three years of the year 2000, sales of Disney princess stuff. One billion dollars.
0: Oh, my gosh. Wow.
1: One oh billion God, with a B. I wonder what this man's bonus was.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. You I'm know? surprised he doesn't own the company. God. Dang. He got a
1: rare Maleficent wand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know, declare prima nocte on the whole rest of the uh, family ooh, members. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by
2: 2014... Uh, any guesses to where the princess line was in 2014? By the way, this is the year Frozen came in. Frozen was measured separately. Oh it was my measured God.
1: separately. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we can't count that high. So yeah, we so, don't guess Frozen numbers? and guess the we're, rest of the princess line. We actually don't have numbers. We haven't invented numbers yet that go that high.
0: So from 2003, which was $1 billion, mm-hmm. to 2014. Mm-hmm. I would, gosh, I don't, I don't know. I want to say.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to jump in while you, while you think about it. So if it's 1 billion, I imagine that tapers off a little bit because you, you can't sustain it. You know, it's like the, the, the rush to get the new thing. And then it's, it's permeated the market. Right. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go 700 million for the princesses. And then frozen in general, I'm going to go 2 billion.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go three billion for the the general princesses and two billion for Frozen.
2: Well, you definitely value Frozen a little too highly. Uh, Frozen okay. in 2014 <laughs> was 531 million dollars. Wow!
0: Wow! Still a lot.
2: Still a lot. The princess line without Frozen was five five billion dollars in
0: 2014 wow tapered down
2: (laughs) every year this company is making billions of dollars off of pictures of princesses from movies that were made Fifty years ago.
1: I am clearly no good at selling <laughs> products. I under, like, obviously. We know this by now. By the way, covers are still on Etsy.com slash shop slash ears up. Um, that is wild. Do you know the percentage that uh, Disney gets, or, like, what the licensing fees are? Oh, I don't have that, no. But this is what oh, I- Disney values the princess
2: line at. So... I would imagine it's probably more if you consider wow. what Hasbro. Sorry, what Mattel gets.
0: Yeah, wow, that is wild. That's a that is a lot of money. Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. Disney started making dolls with Mattel in 1996 before all of this started. And even that was closing in around 500 million a year. When they decided to partner with Mattel, they gave them the Disney line, Disney Princess line and said, make dolls and they sure did they made this is part of that 5.5 billion it is disney princess dolls that look like barbie imagined as the disney princesses that's kind of it's, the way they did it because that's mattel's bread and butter they know how to make dolls that look like adults that's oh, the absolutely. whole point they don't make baby dolls they make adult mm-hmm. dolls that that little girls aspire to be So they make these different dolls that aspire that that, you know, look like uh, adult Barbie dolls.
0: Oh, yeah. We have all of them upstairs in Alice's room. Well,
2: I'd be interested (laughs) to know when you got them because things started to change. In 2014, Hasbro stepped up a little bit. And even though their reputation was boy toys, they had this. My Little Pony line that they restored. And there was a lot of interest in toys for girls. So they started porting Disney. Disney knows that Mattel has always dominated the doll market. But the CEO of Hasbro, Brian Goldner, said, we're going to make the princess brand bigger and more ubiquitous than it has ever been in the past. Wow.
0: Wow. Big words. Yeah.
2: Well, they secured the rights to Frozen. So when it comes down to it, <gasps> that 531 million, that was Hasbro making Frozen toys.
0: This is making sense because Alice has a she got a gift set that did not include Frozen dolls. Mm. And I was like, "Wow, Anna and, and Elsa are are better than everyone else, but maybe it's <laughs> just they they weren't owned by the same people." Right. Well,
2: and at the same time, Mattel, the doll maker, is making toys that look like their flagship character, Barbie. And Barbie sales are flagging. Disney princess sales are going well. But the, the top brass at Mattel are starting to say, well, we really need to focus in on our own brand. We're not licensing Barbie to anybody. They had a vice grip on Barbie. So they're saying, let's make... Let's make Barbie better. Let's invest into Barbie and push this brand, and 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 change things. Let's let let's push this forward. Um, and Disney starts to feel a little bit miffed. So, in yeah, we're going back to 2012 when Mattel's CEO Brian Stockton. I'm just putting this together. Brian Goldner, Hasbro's CEO. Brian Stockton. Uh, Mattel CEO. There are a lot of names. A lot of names. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, lot right.
0: of a, lot, a lot of Brian's. A lot of
2: Brian's in the the doll biz. Um, Brian Stockton is seeing the failure of Barbie, and Disney feels that. In 2013, Mattel released a Bratz style line. Do you remember Bratz?
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. they they were terrible. My sister loved them. You know they what's were awful. You know what's funny
1: is Fred. Uh, the guy who, you know, my my real estate oh, friend, yeah. right, Fred, years ago, knows the guy, he's friends with the guy who created Bratz. Really? Yeah. He's like super rich. Oh, wow. Well, super Br- duper rich. And that's it. There's also, yeah, there's also a thing online. I think it's, I think this person's on Etsy, but there was a big thing when it first came out where this, uh, this gal takes those Bratz dolls and paints them and reshapes their faces to look, Normal. Like, to like, like normalize the things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like actual Not, real children. Not which was actually very face. cool. Okay. Super cool. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, Bratz was huge.
2: I remember my sisters being super big into Bratz. Well, has, uh, no, Mattel says, we need to release our own Bratz style toys. They create Ever After High. No, that. Ever After High leaned into. Oh, Ever After High. Okay. Like high school. High mm-hmm. school students crafted after theming after classic European fairy tales, open source, mm-hmm. you know, no royalties needed. Fairy tales. They don't need to consult Disney. They're creating their own fairy tale line. And this is at the exact same time that Disney is releasing the Descendants movies. Mm. So Disney wants to create Descendants toys, and Mattel is creating. Their Bratz-style version of the Descendants in a toy line. So, so wait, uh,
0: was, was Bratz a Hasbro thing or a Mattel Bratz thing? was
2: not Hasbro or Mattel. It was oh, a separate company. Oh, they
0: were company. their own. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: But Mattel wanted to get into that. They're the doll company.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: Disney said, you are creating something opposed to us. You're creating a toy line that's based on Children taking on the mantles of their villainous parents. Mm -hmm. Very familiar. We get where it's going. It's back to the original fairy tales. We're doing the same thing at the same time with our movies. We want to create toys. What the heck are you doing? This further creates a rift between Mattel and Disney, a partnership that's been going on for many, many years. So Disney approaches Mattel in early 2014. Uh, Sorry, approaches Hasbro in early 2014. And says, what if you designed the Princess Line?
0: Dang. What would that
2: look like? And Hasbro and Dis- Disney decided to take a different look at the Princess Line and empower them. Say, girls want to feel powerful when they play with their toys, like action figures. When they're playing with their Merida.
1: Sure. Yeah, right. Whatever. Um, yeah. Toy hamburgers. With- that's what they're playing with. Okay. <laughs> Toy kitchens, Taryn.
0: Get out of here. Okay.
1: <laughs> well,
2: uh, Hasbro and Disney changed the, the perspective on their heroines, and they started testing with focus groups. Hasbro interviewed thousands of girls around the world, not just the U.S., and learned that, huh, girls don't just think that princesses are uh, pretty little people. Pretty little lady people, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they they look at toys like boys think about superheroes. They imagine adventures with their toys. So Merida has a bow and arrow. She can fight. Elsa can use magic. Rapunzel can swing by her hair and smack a dude in the head with a frying pan. People want to have adventures with their toys.
0: I can can tell you firsthand that's not how girls play with dolls.
2: Well, it was in 2014. Yeah, no, according to no, focus groups,
0: I know these focus groups. The, the parents must have been in the room because what girls really do with dolls is you, you have them make out with the kin and then you get them dressed and then they go to bed. That is what girls do with dolls. <laughs> That's
1: what you they're, do. They're with not dolls.
0: using a frying pan to hit somebody over the head. That is not happening. That is well, not
2: happening.
1: Taren, Taryn is
2: canceled. OK, yeah. everybody. Taryn is canceled. <laughs>
1: I will say like watching Alice play with dolls because she has, you know, uh, the Disney princess dolls. We don't buy them. Other people buy them for us. Um, She doesn't enter. She doesn't. the, The only thing that she likes to reenact with the dolls from the movies is Rapunzel and her hair. And like, that's about, and just the reference of that. She has long hair. That's it. Otherwise she's getting them dressed and they're going to the store or it's, be- it's bedtime.
0: It's always bedtime. Or
1: it's school or whatever. Like, it's nothing. It never plays out like she's playing in the movie. Ever.
0: And it Which never has. It never yeah. has. Yeah. I had um, Britney Spears doll. She was never Britney Spears. She was just a different looking Barbie who was like the mean friend. Like, that's how it works. <laughs> like... <laughs>
2: Hey, maybe maybe times were different in 2014. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is what Hasbro came up with. And Disney said, yes, do it. And uh, starting January 2016, Hasbro had the license for Disney dolls. Hasbro had its own studio in Burbank. They oh. were making Transformers movies. They spent $710 million for the first Transformers movie, which, if you recall, was a lot of CGI of uh, robots hitting other robots and you weren't sure which robots were the robots
1: <laughs> and which ones were the other robots. They are still making those movies. I think one's they coming are. out soon. Yes. yes. Yeah. And they've
0: never been good.
1: No. They've always but, been the laughing stock of things, but the CGI is incredible because it's so detailed. People watch them, people still yeah. go to them. People also watched My Little
2: Pony, which I referenced was a, another property that came back and uh, had a very successful show. They also produced the movie Battleship, starring Liam Neeson, right? Wow. Yeah, And I've Jim and the that. Holograms, starring people who were not Liam Neeson. And we don't need to talk about Jim or Battleship again <laughs> in the rest of this episode.
1: I forgot, I forgot Jim had a movie. Yes. It was bad.
2: Well, you're the only one who heard about that movie.
1: <laughs> so Hasbro
2: uh, Hasbro getting the Disney Princess license was likened to the Cubs winning the World Series, which of course happened a year later
0: And <laughs> they got this.
2: And I don't care because I'm a White Sox fan. Let's move on. <laughs> yes. Mattel, out. Oh, sorry, forget you. We're down to hasbro making disney princess dolls hasbro and disney want to create a different look for them so they create more quote realistic looking dolls they had more realistic proportions which meant that they maybe were thin-waisted but maybe less thin in other areas it, they they changed the proportions of all of the dolls essentially so it wasn't a barbie sculpt with different hair and an outfit. It was a different sculpt for every single doll, okay, and that was yep. their that was their entire purpose. Like, let's redo the entire thing. And there were a lot of comparisons in the doll collecting community comparing them and saying, This is a fresh breath of air. like this is something new. This is different, and we like it because it's not just. A Barbie with eyeshadow and a samurai sword, and she's Mulan.
0: Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. Because Mulan wasn't a samurai. Oh, that whole thing. Well, in the interim, Disney partners with Hasbro. They don't stop working with Mattel. Uh, the, the CEO of Mattel, Chris Sinclair, says, uh, I'm sorry. The new CEO of Mattel, who was the original, who was the the head board member of Mattel, who kicked out the CEO, said, We took Disney for granted. Shame on us. We weren't focusing on them. He fires Brian Stockton and Ooh. steps in and starts to apologize. He saw well, what was happening and said, Let's fix this. So immediately in 19, I'm sorry, 2014. Different different, uh, different, year, 1914 to 2014. Uh, he called Disney in and apologized to their staff. He said, let's work on this. So he invited Disney to come to Mattel offices and look at their current toy lines. During this time period between uh, the announcement of the change and the actual new change of, of Hasbro Toys in 2016, they fired two-thirds of Mattel's executive officers. Whoa,
0: <laughs> wow. Man.
2: Ruthless. Yes. He maintains, Sinclair maintains through the whole process that Disney is still involved. Please continue to invest in this company. We still make Mickey Mouse toys. We still make other Disney-branded toys. We're not out of this yet. And then we continue moving on. I don't know if you want to take a quick break. We've, we've, got, we've got a few more
1: years here. It's 2016. Let's take a break. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come right back with the ears up. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: And now back to the show that ignites your dream
1: wish of imaginations and magical color wonderment of forever. Ears up. All right. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. All right, Eric. You know what? During the break. I found the cost of Hasbro's Star Wars contract. Oh. oh Someone posted it one. online. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty big. I can't find anything online that tells me what they're paying for uh, the princesses. But I know what they're paying for um, Star Wars stuff. And I'm assuming you, don't, you didn't cover this, so I can just...
2: No, no, I don't have that. I, have, I, have, yeah, I don't even have numbers, but I have a general okay. sense of things. Yeah, go for it.
1: So basically, uh, there's a lot of nuance uh, as you learned, um, but basically, to, uh, this website says to sum it all up: since 1997, the Star Wars license cost Hasbro a minimum, a minimum guarantee of at least 730 million dollars. Uh it was 450, and then they had to pay 590 because the, the Star Wars movies were doing better, and then they had to renegotiate because Disney bought Lucasfilm, and then the minimum went up 230 million dollars. So they think it's about 730 million dollars. And then later on, and apparently this guy, JediTempleArchives.com, Jedi Temple Archives.com, um, yeah. some props. He he references the toys that made us, and he says that the guy who negotiated this this uh what what Disney gets like a what his third percentage eighteen percent, and so they get eighteen percent off of the wholesale cost and that's and that's the that's the royalty, so you pay a minimum up you minimum this is what you get up front and and you get a little taste of the of the uh, of the gross or whatever it is yeah, wow I know <laughs> that is
2: wild
1: everybody man. is and, making some bank and so the, the, somehow this guy has all this information Hasbro royalty payments in 2007 um, 316.8 million dollars 2008 three point, uh, 313 million dollars uh, 2010 it dropped down to 248 uh, 2017 405 million dollars like they're just every year just paying out royalties man Oh, that's just so wild to me. It's so wild to me. And Disney, yeah, Disney gets it. They are the largest um, licensor of IP in the world. That makes a lot of sense. And when it
2: comes
0: to
1: these dolls,
2: they continue to play all sides in this argument. (laughs) Sure. Can't wait for it. Yeah. So 2016, Hasbro princesses hit the market on January 1st. Each mold is completely different. I'm seeing some great in a chat about aggressive cankles. And, sure. And various yeah. other molding choices. Well, there's less articulation and the hair quality is a little bit different. Uh, Mattel's Barbie hair was designed to be brushed.
0: Yes. Hasbro's
2: hair is designed to look like a cartoon characters. So don't touch it.
0: Yes, I'm so glad you're saying this because it drives me insane. And I'm like, are these the cheapest dolls on Earth? Because you can't brush them. You can't even play with them without their hair getting destroyed.
2: They're they're designed to look more like the movie hair. So it is in some ways cheaper hair, but that was what they were going for
1: on purpose, I guess. Quote, quote. Yeah, it's it's tough to brush their hair on these new because it just... Well, out. I
2: love to hear firsthand stories about hair brushing of dolls. Thank you, Petros' family.
1: Thank you. Well, here's here's a tip: you can use a uh, liquid fabric softener mm-hmm. um, and soak in there a little bit, and uh, it will relax the hair, and you can it'll make it more normal again.
2: That's right, uh, everybody out there. If you have an Alice of your own, uh, <laughs> help soften the hair of her dolls. Yeah,
1: well, because it's fabric just, softener. It's just, a Brillo pad up there now, yeah. you know, with a lot of these dolls, man, because they're cheap. It's cheaper hair. It doesn't look good. Yeah. It's, you know, and the dolls you get now, the, the, everything's rubber banded in place and you don't want to touch it. But you have a five year old who doesn't want to play by those rules. No, no. I, she wants to do the hair however she wants. And so, you know, on, in, in some ways, um, I feel like it's a dumb move. To style the hair like it is in the movies, like I get it, but that's not very playable.
2: Yeah, I love that perspective because that's basically it for the market. Everybody's saying, "Oh, this looks great." All the collectors are saying, "We like this," but everybody who uh, plays with their dolls says, "Why? But why? Why do we do this?" Right. (laughs) And uh, so, in 2016, Frozen rights at Hasbro were huge. All of the Disney Princess rights. Huge sales, but then they dropped and everybody in the industry said Hasbro paid too much for the rights and they were now losing cash on the princesses and Frozen.
0: No, it couldn't possibly be their fault that they weren't making quality dolls. Couldn't be that.
2: No, no, no. Well, they also overpaid. Sure, you can make lower quality dolls if you're not paying much for the rights. But if you're paying a lot for the rights, you need to make better quality dolls. Neither of these things happened. They paid too much. They were making poor quality dolls. Mattel shaped up their product lines and increased their sales, especially once the pandemic hit. They said, we're poised to just push out more toys. People can't leave their house here, buy toys. And Disney, during all of this, was playing all of the sides against each other to Mm -hmm. decrease uh, costs and increase licensing prices.
1: Weird. Yeah, Smart. That's so weird. Mm. I wonder why that would, I wonder yeah. why they would want to, they don't have like a history of raising prices. On uh, yeah, exactly. Right? Huh. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Hasbro's earning calls during the pandemic were very focused on Peppa Pig and PJ Masks, the new properties that were out there during the time. They did not focus on Disney princesses and all at all. And that's because they saw the writing on the wall, which is that they were losing their esteemed property. 2018, Enon Kreitz steps in as the CEO of Mattel in April. Um, Y-N-O-N-K-R-E-I-Z, Enon Kreitz. This Damn. new CEO of Mattel who almost in some ways, if you've seen the Barbie movie, Will Ferrell as the CEO saying, I'm a man in charge of a company that makes toys for girls. He kind of embodies that in some ways. Okay. Where he, he's very he's very pro brands and he will do whatever he can to promote these brands, even if they're girl brands and he doesn't quite get them. But his desire was to grow Mattel IP across every arena. So Barbie. Hot Wheels, Thomas the Tank Engine, Uno, American Girl, Disney Princesses. They cut costs on production, the company, slashed personnel, and kicked up earnings by a factor of eight God. over the next few years. Yeah, I mean, I guess you fire people, you're saving money, okay? Yeah. You you fire people, you continue to produce decent products, and everybody's like, eh, okay. So in an interview in, with Time Magazine, Enon said that uh, Mattel always continued their relationship with Disney because they were still making toys for Disney during all of this. Hmm. And they gave constant attention to the princess brand and helped shape the, the look of Disney princesses going forward. They continued to be the global leader in the doll category of toils. Oils. Toys. Toils. Yeah, Toils. I love a toil. Yeah. Just a few years after Disney awarded the contract to Hasbro, in 2021, in, in October, the Hasbro CEO, Brian Goldner, passed away. Mm. Yeah. Two days after stepping down. He had been the CEO for quite some time, since 2008. And Rich Stoddard from the board of directors stepped up as interim CEO. Um, he didn't do a whole lot. And a year later, Chris Cox stepped into the role. Um, he was the former Wizards of the Coast CEO. And he also didn't know what to do with dolls.
1: Yeah, Wizards of the Coast is a Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons oh, and Magic so, the okay. Gathering. Yeah.
0: yeah. Gotcha. Well,
2: well, I don't
1: know how you can do like toys.
2: Yeah. You know, I don't understand that. Exactly. Well, in January of 2022, Disney moved their rights for the Disney Princess brand back to Mattel They left Hasbro with a parting gift of Indiana Jones and Star Wars toys. As I mentioned, Mattel stocks kicked up 6% and Hasbro only dropped
1: 1%. Well, it's still got Star Wars. I guess we got all these cool movies. so They're
0: still doing all right.
1: I don't know that I've ever seen an Indiana Jones toy. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. You know what I mean? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, cool. The one franchise that doesn't have toys. I love that. Thank you for letting me do it. There you go. Well, here's a statement. Here are two differing statements from the
2: Disney president of consumer products, Stephanie Young, about the Mattel deal. By furthering our longstanding relationship with Mattel, we look forward to expanding the worlds of Disney princesses and Frozen. They got Frozen back too. Oh. Introducing an innovative new era of these beloved franchises through captivating products and play opportunities. I love an opportunity. For I love play. a play oh, yeah. opportunity. Play opportunities are great. I, I look forward to them someday. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie also said of Hasbro in a completely different press release. Disney has long valued its relationship with Hasbro in developing fresh, imaginative products and toys that delight our fans of all ages. So, uh, yeah, they continue on with both companies. Disney makes out no matter what.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And these no, two it, companies
1: it, it... are clawing for money.
0: It is so smart for them to pit them against each other. It's oh, like a narcissistic parent.
1: Yeah, sure. Whoa, <laughs> someone had therapy. Yeah, wow. Uh, so well, mature. Especially, with, especially with those minimum. Right. I don't care. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, here's a little capstone from Andy Mooney. Remember Andy? He was the Disney exec who in 2000 said, oh, maybe we should do something with the princesses. Mm-hmm. He opined in 2016 that he never expected one trip to Disney on Ice would result in a franchise that is now worth more than the Dallas Cowboys.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. Uh,
2: One little idea from a Disney executive brought in that much cash. That's the rivalry. I'm sure it, it will continue onward. But for right now, we've got Mattel in charge of the princesses with their own new line of princess dolls that are slightly different than the older ones. That don't look exactly like Barbie and don't look exactly like the Hasbro ones, but they're good enough. Darn it.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, very good. Eric, thank you very much. For Eric, that.
0: I loved that topic. I've <laughs> been
1: researching uh, this I, for so long.
0: I, I, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. And this is one of my favorite shows.
2: <laughs> well, glad to uh,
0: contribute
2: to the cause there you
1: go
0: um let's see i i have
1: some disney news to talk about but i think i might just let's save it kill it and we'll do it on uh
0: we'll do it live
1: secret show yeah all right what do you think of that love it let's do that all right everybody here let's see how do i I get out of this show again um up out there we go that's what it is yeah all right everybody if you are listening live pop over to patreon i'm gonna make that live and i'll play some music like i usually do and then we'll go make our drink and we'll come back and we'll do a bunch of disney news i got a lot to talk about so that'll be fun i got a nice rant to do to, uh to, 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 to do as well cool i don't have one i don't have a rant that's all right that happens man Right. I, I i rant for both of us you know what <laughs> i mean um, and if you aren't a Patreon supporter, uh, look, I appreciate that. I understand that. You know, it happens. Uh, but we have a bunch of other shows to listen to. I just released our latest in-depth episode the other day with Jeremy and I talking about D23, Destination D23 recap show. And uh, so that's a fun one. We'll do that. Check that out. Anyway, um, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash ears up. Uh, go in our Etsy page, which is uh, just look up ears up podcast, I think is what it is. And uh, Buy some shirts that really helps us helps our bottom line helps keeps everything going. So I'm wearing anyway, one I, shirt You are I
0: see that uh, I
1: should uh, wear I'm more wearing one shirt too. Yeah until next time everyone. We'll see you in the parks